Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? You and your spouse are at the point where a divorce is on the table. So today we've invited Annie Byers of the Vine Wellness Group to walk us through the next steps. Now, Annie, I left off all of your titles because they're <laughs> long, but they're important. So I wanted you to explain it yes. for us. Well, thank you for having me here today. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so I'm an LPC and an LMFT. So what that means is I'm a licensed professional counselor and a licensed marriage and family therapist. So um, the populations that I typically see are ages 12 and up. So I love my adolescents. Mm-hmm. And um, and I specialize in marriage, couples, and family. And tell us about your personal life. <laughs> so I've got. Married, I am married. You're a mom too. Yes, all You're that good stuff. All three three kids, rings of the circus. Two teens at home. One still in elementary school and married for 20 years, celebrating the same as you, Mandy. Awesome! Yeah. Congratulations. Congratulations! Thank you. Yeah. You're in the thick of it though, with us, like Amen. kids and teens all of and it. phones and all of it. Counseling and all the stuff. That's why we love you. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that lady that said right about this age, I think it was a lady, someone in our world, was saying that divorce, like, skyrocket. It was a, it was an OB. And mm-hmm. yes. yes, and he You're said right. in my See, practice, it was a he. Right. Was a he. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. Yeah. Details. I mean, <laughs> he said in the 40s, you've got teens growing up, yes. they're going through puberty and mm-hmm. hormones and all this stuff. Mom is sometimes going through the hormonal stuff. Correct. Sometimes dad's having on. the midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I see so many divorces in the 40s. Yes. And so I'm glad you brought that up because that's what the show's about today. And it well, exactly. I'm yes. thinking there's a lot of people that maybe never imagined divorce would be on the table. Or maybe one wants to throw in the towel. Maybe one feels like, you know, I just don't want to have anything to do with it. I can't right, do it. Being I in can't. different places. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, or maybe both feel like this is our last ditch effort. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know what to do. They walk in your office. We want you to share with us today, like, how can you offer support and hope? Sure. That I think there's there's always going to be hope for for everyone. Now I do a thorough assessment, of course, of each couple to make sure that we're looking at um, accuracy with accuracy of what's mm-hmm. really going on in the in the relationship. So we are assessing for abuse and things like that. Good. So good. that may be a different story than what we may be talking about today. Yes. Um, but uh, generally speaking, I'm pro marriage. You know, I go into the room where I'm going to do whatever I can with the skills that I have to help and walk beside them. Um, if they're going to show up wanting to do the work, I'm there with them. I think that's the key, though, wanting to do the work. Because yes. it's hard. It's very hard. I mean, life is hard. Mm-hmm. And every marriage, there's struggles. Like, everyone. Yes. And so showing up and not wanting to just quit is because I kind of want to quit at life sometimes, you know, and like pull my head over the general, just in general when Mm -hmm. it gets tough. And especially too when, you know, you are betrayed by your spouse or they really hurt you or whatever, you're just you're done. Um, and so I love, though, that you say, you know, you want to save them. I would just add in there, you know, God can restore any relationship. He can. And I and, and I love what you said, too. It's. 
abuse is different. We're mm-hmm. not, we're, ta- we're taking abuse yes. off the table. Different that's, context. A, that's a different mm-hmm. context today. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, even the most broken of relationships, God can restore. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that with parents and teens. We've seen that with marriages. Yeah. I mean, God can restore them, but mm-hmm. we often have to make a turn. Yes. And, and there's different kinds of couples, Kim, as you said, that, you know, coming in, you may have both that are on board with counseling and really committed. And that's ideal. Mm-hmm. Um, we, when those couples come in and we assess and they're both highly committed and really ready to do the work, that's fantastic. But not all couples come in that way. Actually, sure. the majority come in in other ways. Um, there's going to be the couples that one is really committed and the other one is kind of checked out already. Yeah. Um, and whether that's mentally or physically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have the other couples that come in last ditch effort. As you said, it's really kind of coming in as kind of, well, what can we do? We're exhausted. We're, what can we do? I'm not sure if we really want this. I don't know what it takes. Um, and, and they're all challenging, but yeah. still, still hope. Well, and a couple of key mm-hmm. words that you've said first, pro-marriage, mm-hmm. which when you're looking for a counselor, that's mm-hmm. key. Um, I have a friend that went through marriage counseling and their counselor was like, well, yeah, it's hard. Maybe it's time to move on. Mm-hmm. You need someone that's going to be in the fight with you. If mm-hmm. you're willing to work hard, then you need someone alongside you. So someone that's, that's right. pro-marriage um, and that there's always hope, like you said, mm-hmm. Mandy, obviously. But, um, you know, the bigger picture here with people coming in and getting help, that's mm-hmm. the first step. Taking yeah. That stigma. Nobody is born with a toolkit on how to have a happy, successful, good marriage. We're just not. It's just like everything else. We have to learn how to do that well. Mm -hmm. And if you're at that point where you just feel like, you know, what you said, like, we don't know what to do. Like, what Mm -hmm. now? We're tired. Mm -hmm. That's the time. Go get help. Go get some tools and resources. That's right. And and the average couple waits um, an average of six years Wow. The time they've been having issues. Now that's average. Wow. So oftentimes I will see clients coming in and they've been married 20 years. Like you and I walking in, never been to a counselor, never had any outside help before. And they've been dealing with the same dynamics and patterns since they were first married. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I bet that's more normal than it not. is more normal. And yeah. and that's what I also I normalize a lot of what mm-hmm. here's what the average couple deals with. Um, you're not alone in this. Mm-hmm. And um, there's ways that we can we can work with it. So if they waited that long, I mean, how much <laughs> harder is it to get back to where a healthy marriage? Yeah, I mean, that's I think we need to kind of <laughs> camp Reality out here check. for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's I think it's important to know that the couples that come in when they're when they're really they're both on board and they're ready to do the work. Um, of course, like I said, that's ideal. The ones that come in and they're like, oh, you know, just defeated and out of energy. And those they're, they're coming in in different places, sure. um, even if they've both been married 20 years. Um, so but I think the longer we wait, it feels more like Mount Everest versus like. Strolling the hill country. Yeah, we can. Get, <laughs> That's with can. everything. Like yes, laundry. Thank you. Laundry. <laughs> honestly, it is like Mount Everest when you wait a week, right? So yes, I do. It feels I'll very overwhelming. It. Yes, mm-hmm. I do a load of laundry every morning. Mm-hmm. And if we go do something and we miss one, I'm like, oh my goodness, now what? It's like, like I might will not even do laundry yes. if we just ignore something over time and we just go, oh, it'll happen or we'll get to it. And then all of a sudden, years later, and we're going, nothing's changed, or look at this mountain that it's built. Like it's my very, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I understand completely. <laughs> Too many donuts. Uh, my my thighs. Hear you Time to right bring now. it in. Yes. Rain it in. <laughs> That's so funny. You know, I have a thing in my book on the marriage chapter about mm-hmm. the pulled 
thread in a sweater, mm. a knitted sweater, you know, and if you, it goes unnoticed, like if you just leave yes. it alone before long, it will be a gaping hole. <laughs> That's kind of what we're talking about yes. here. And I have found myself, um, you know, when my husband does irritating things mm-hmm. or like I get hurt, like he says something hurtful mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, um, I have found myself ignoring it and I'll bury it mm. and bury it and bury it. And then I'll, I'll explode in other ways. Mm-hmm. So what I've been trying to do is, when I get irritated with him or I feel like I have to have a, I think of that sweater and I'm like, I've got to get this thread under mm. control now and a knot tied so that this doesn't get bigger, you know? It's a good call. Um, and we actually just got back from vacation and you know, on vacation, you don't want to have the big tops. No, that's But no he fun. said something one day and it just irritated the <laughs> heck out of me and I had to pull him aside. I was like, we got to talk. And he's like, we are on vacation. I'm like, we are working through this right now. Like, we cannot let it go. <laughs> we have, on, Mr. We're on vacation. We, we have time. While we're doing We've it. got some time. <laughs> and then it all boiled down to he was hangry. <laughs> you know? In that yeah. way. I was like, okay, I can give you some grace because yeah. I say mean things all the time when I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just needed to get it worked out. You yeah. had to clarify I, and put I, it away. And so mm-hmm. I would, I guess I'm just want to encourage couples, don't let it go. Right. And, That's the biggest message. And if you try and talk it out with your spouse and you can't resolve it with each other, yes. see a counselor. That doesn't mean your marriage is in trouble. That mm-hmm. means you're being proactive and preventative mm-hmm. because you don't want the gaping hole. You don't want Mount Everest in six years. That's right. And so, and I, I think we're really passionate about the preventative piece here at Next Talk, which oh, is yeah. why I kind kind of am fired up about it right now. I think this is a good point. It is. Well, and then we look at, you know, the earlier you can deal with it, the more it's a skill-based problem. Yes. And before we turn into a heart-based. I love that. That's so helpful. Because the longer it goes on, the more it turns into pain and, you know, unresolved issues. Your heart hardens. And there's a lot of repair that has to happen then. So then we have different kind of work to do versus skill building. I love that. I that is really good. Well, I think about, so my husband and I come from long lines of divorce. Yeah. Really long lines of okay. divorce. No mentors mm-hmm. in our family. So we had to seek that out actively. And, um, I think there's a lot of couples like that. Mm-hmm. Even if they didn't come from long lines of divorce, unhealthy marriages. Yes. No one to look at. There's and so no you're mentors. going into this huge union of two different worlds. Like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. So getting a skill set should really be kind of a number one on a to-do list. That's, that's what I hope for for every couple that's getting married is doing premarital counseling that yes. goes into really assessing those skills and where you're coming from, mm-hmm. what you're bringing in. And not not every couple, of course, goes to that extent. Sometimes sure. it's one session. Sometimes it's none. Yeah. Um, sometimes they do a great premarital. So those can really set the tone and foundation for some of that preventative stuff. Well, and premarital counseling wasn't really a thing. No. It's growing now. It's growing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's becoming more of a thing. So there's a lot of couples Mm -hmm. 20 years in, 25 years in that never got that skill set learning. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Well, you know, a lot of this, what you've said, Mandy, and what you have said, Annie, Mm -hmm. boils down to humility. Yes. Which is just a hard word even to say sometimes. It is hard. And accountability. Another one that's like comes through your teeth, Mm -hmm. like accountability. But I bet those are big things in this whole process. They're... There, it's imperative. So anyone that walks in a counseling room in general, you know, even mm-hmm. for personal growth, 
individually. Yeah. We're looking at accountability. Um, it's and to, huge. And to even get people there is humility sometimes. Oh. Like for me, oh. it's not a big deal to see a counselor. Sometimes I'm like, bring it on. I need a counselor. Sometimes we fall. I'm like, we're like, bring oh. it on. She needs a counselor. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's accountability right you. there. Love you. But, but for some people, the stigma yeah. of just walking in the room, yes. it's, it's a pride thing. Yes. It's like, a, I don't pride. need help. Yes. And so they have to humble themselves to say, I need some outside help here yeah. to get me the skills. Yeah. And sometimes we have, we kind of fall to get there. And we're kind of flat on our face going, now what? And, and this, it can bring us to that point of accountability and humility. Um, and then effort. Effort is one of those things. If you can show up to every session with a, the greatest of, of, um, direction in front of you, and it could be a pastor, a licensed counselor, a teacher, it could be anybody. But if you, if you're not willing to put in the effort that it takes to, to climb that, climb that mountain or hill, then, um, you know, success may not be as much. It's yeah. like losing weight. It's like oh my there's goodness. no magic pill. You got to do the hard work. Practicing an instrument. Yeah. I mean, learning a new skill. Getting anything. over an addiction. Ugh. Anything. I mean, it, it's it's mm-hmm. going to take effort on your part. Correct. And I think that's where you know when the when the task seems so high, like yes. Mount Everest, where we can find uh, rest and peace and Jesus, you know, in mm-hmm. saying that I can do all things through he who gives me strength because it seems overwhelming. It seems like that's right. Yeah. You can't do it on it's your scary. own. And really, we can't do it on our own. No. Um, and I think that's where the faith in God is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's in Ephesians 4, too, uh, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love. I just I think about that a lot in my mm-hmm. own marriage, because sometimes I do not have all humility mm-hmm. and patience. I don't mm-hmm. bear with my husband in love. And I know that that becomes like the the surface point, the beginning point for yeah. our conversations. If I can come from that place, if I can yeah. pour into the word and ask the Lord to be my strength, then he can do that for me. Because a lot of times I, I'm just... I, I wouldn't be there by myself. Yes. <laughs> I need a little bit of help. Yes. And so it, that gives us that hope, yes. too. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is sponsored in part by PAX Financial Group and listeners just like you. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700, paxfinancialgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. Today we have, I'm going to try to get this right, LPC and LMFT, Annie Byers with us <laughs> because we're talking right. about divorce. We got to bring mm-hmm. in the big guns because it's a big issue. And, you know, we want to, we wanted to address it. If you're in that place where it's on the table, mm-hmm. maybe you're considering divorce. Maybe it's a last ditch effort or mm-hmm. one of you is like, I'm done. We want to give you some hope and direction with Annie today. Mm-hmm. Thanks for being with us again. Thank you for having me because this is this is a topic that I'm talking about a lot these days is yeah. contemplation of divorce or separation um, because like you said couples come in in different places um, and so yeah when one comes in and says I am so committed and and I'm gonna I want to save this marriage and the other one kind of looks at you with deer in the headlights yeah 
then we know we're in different places. You know, I'm glad you said that because there's a new kind of therapy. Yes. That, um, or a new process. Yes. Called discernment counseling. Now Correct. explain what that is because this would be perfect in that scenario. It's, a, it's something, it's, it's a wonderful thing that we have, that's been growing in our field. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called discernment counseling and it's something that is not therapy. So you are right in saying it's a process. It's very much a structured approach for those couples. The ideal couple is those where one is one is in and committed and one is really stepping out already. Right. They don't really know what they want to do. And so this process helps bring them to the table. And it's more of a decision-making type of a counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very short-term. It's no longer than four to six sessions. Um, and it's focused on – the goals are focused on um, confidence and clarity in that decision to move forward. So whatever that decision may be, and mm-hmm. I guess there are different paths you That's can take, correct. but it is basically a decision-making process yes. to make sure closure is had mm-hmm. in everything. So what are the what are the three? So there's, there's three pathways. Yeah, yeah there's going to be three from the very beginning. The uh, first part when we sit down, we're talking about the three choices um, that are in front of us, which is um, staying status quo, which is everything that's going on right now. Maybe you guys decide that you just want to press pause and just live life right now because for whatever reason, can't put forth the effort or can't go through a divorce timing. Um, Or the next one would be let's pursue divorce. And then the third one is reconciliation. Now, how effective do you see? Do you have statistics mm-hmm. for us on wh- who chooses what pathway? Like, what are what are we seeing with yeah, this new so kind of counseling? Here's here's the fascinating things when we're looking at this is that um, thankfully we've we've been it's been out long enough to have some studies, um, and it, it's it's showing that it's saving marriages that wouldn't that would have otherwise have been divorced. Amazing. Um, and so when we're looking at who's referring couples, right? So I'll just kind of start there. We have judges. We have family law attorneys. Mm. We have other counselors in the field that may not do discernment, but recognize these couples and guide them towards discernment. Um, So we have a lot of people referring. um, Couples are now even in the know about it themselves. So they're seeking discernment counseling. So you you have couples sometimes come in your office yeah. and say, I want discernment yeah. counseling. Yeah, we get the phone call and say, awesome. this is because we have that on our website. Mm-hmm. And there's a national database as well for those looking for it. One of the words that you said, well, the word that you said that just is like a red light in my brain, not in a mm-hmm. negative way, in a good way, <laughs> is clarity. Yes. Um, that is like a key word for my husband oh. right now. So I'm just like, oh, clarity. So yeah. we're realizing in our own marriage and mm-hmm. in our parenting that one of the things missing a lot is clarity. Correct. That we're not necessarily on two ends of the spectrum on an issue. We just need to clarify yes. what the other person is saying. So I can see how that would be incredible when you have couples it's coming huge. in. And they're thinking, oh, this is, you know, it's like I'm miscommunication yes. a lot. It's miscommun- they need clarity. So before yes. jumping into counseling, which can get muddy and emotional very quickly, very quickly, <laughs> yes. you, you offer a process of bringing clarity, yes. which is incredible. This is so smart. It's, it's wonderful. And, and it really does. We go back to that word accountability too. Yes. It brings the specific, um, question and outline that we take them through. We do it together. Portions of it we do together all in the same room. And then I do separate with each spouse so that I get a chance to really um, assess and find out what their version of the story is and see where their accountability is oh. in the breakdown, which oftentimes is really hard to come by when we're stuck in blame. Yes. And, well, and, mm-hmm. and don't you do most of this separate? Well, there are a, a lot of it is done separate and then we come back together and they share with each other what they've learned. 
Oh, so from those individuals. So, so there is still an assessment of what are the, the hard and soft reasons for divorce. So we kind of separate it in the, like, is there addiction? Is there infidelity? Sure, is sure. there abuse? You know, we look at those things as well, which is it's still important. But then we looked at, we look at the other things that contribute as well, like communication breakdowns. What are the patterns? Um, what are the behaviors that are contributing to this? And then we look at what is it that each of you are doing. So sometimes this might be the first time that, that the spouse is hearing the other, the, the partner's accountability and, and, and humility of saying, okay, I have done some of these things. I have contributed to it. Wow. So, oh and to hear that, just you can see someone melt. Yeah. The healing of like, oh, I've been waiting so long to hear it. Yes. Um, so it's, it's starting that process. And, and really it is about, it's finding the clarity to make sure that what they're doing is what they really want to be doing. Because how many attorneys tell us like they can see sitting there talking to their client that they're not really ready for the divorce yet. So then they're referring them to discernment counseling. So say you have a couple that comes in and they're they're going through discernment counseling Mm -hmm. and they're like, we're going to turn things around. Mm -hmm. Like what happens after discernment counseling? Then do they go into actual counseling where they're like, because at that point, though, Mm -hmm. they have so much clarity. They're probably ready to put in the work. Right. There's a little bit of there's sometimes that light at the end of the tunnel tunnel. So it goes back to finding hope. So most of these couples come in without the hope. And oftentimes I'll say, you know, I'm the one that kind of holds your hope until we find the place where you can have hope yourself. Yeah. You know, that's kind of walking beside them. But yes, they are, they, they see if they get to that point where they decide reconciliation, which you were asking about statistics, it's about, I believe it's about 47% choose reconciliation path. Wow. That's incredible. Yes. Um, and so then they followed those couples for a year and they said about 40, about 45% of those couples ended up still in reconciliation. That's great. So. You know, I, I'll take it. That's huge. <laughs> Anything better than before. Help families. Yes. You know, I was talking to someone um, a couple years ago, and she had gone through a divorce mm-hmm. and then married again. Mm-hmm. And her and her new husband were going through counseling because to work through some issues and baggage and that kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. And she said to me, you know, I love my new husband and I'm not questioning God. You know, I was supposed to be here. But she said, had I known that a marriage just takes this much work, I probably should have just put it into my first marriage. I didn't give it the time of day. Mm, And when she said that Mm -hmm. to me, I just kind of stopped it because she lived it. You know, I haven't lived through a divorce of my own. And um, when she said it, I just thought, wow, what a perspective Mm -hmm. that I think sometimes the world makes everything seem so simple. Like Mm -hmm. parenting should be easy and marriage should be easy. it's not people. No, it's no. hard work. If you're doing no. it right, reality it's like check. It's day. hard. I feel like I'm climbing a mountain every day. Yes, um, but that's life, and that's not uncommon to hear that story. Yeah, with like as many that. remarriages and and second, third marriages, where at some point somebody realizes they needed to do the work, and for whatever reason they didn't do it before. Before, yes. and. Um, Realizing how difficult it is to do the work, either solo by themselves, the personal growth yeah. stuff, yes. or together with their with the within the new relationship that they're in. Well, that's what I was thinking about mm-hmm. with the personal growth stuff, with that clarity. Yeah, I bet so much is defined and exposed oh through that part mm-hmm. because when you have that chance, because I think so much. Couples look at it as it's our marriage, mm-hmm. you know, it's him, it's her, it's us together. When the blame. Probably, yes. When probably so much of it is something that you need to work through on your own that adds to We all have issue. our individual issues, oh my you know, and, and I think <laughs> there is something that we had 
posted on Facebook at some point that said, you know, marriage is one of those things that brings to light issues we never knew we had. Yes. <laughs> Something good. to that effect. Yeah. Yes. And I thought everybody that read that was like, oh, amen. Mm-hmm. Because we can say, oh, I don't have these issues with anyone else, but I do in my marriage. Well, the marriage is a different context. Yeah. It's a different relationship and you're going to have different issues. One thing that I've started doing with my husband, you know, we'll work through an issue like on the vacation thing Mm -hmm. or whatever, just something hard, Mm -hmm. you know, that I'm like, you've done this for 20 years and it really bothers me. Can we talk about that? Like, where did you pick that up from? You know, Mm -hmm. and he does the same with me now. That's the kind of relationship we finally have. But it took a lot of work to get there. But at the end of the conversation and that conversation may take a week or two weeks, Mm -hmm. depending on what we're working through. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Or ongoing because we're picking it back up again and the patterns and the cycles. But one thing we've started doing to each other is we'll look at each other at the end of a really difficult thing and we'll be like, this is healthy. You know, like even though it's hard, it feels awesome because you're like, man, I'm breaking a cycle or I'm changing for the better. And just reminding yourself that this is healthy. It's healthy to do hard work and to like struggle and get in there and fight for your marriage. That's right. And and Mandy, you had asked, you know, what happens after they decide reconciliation? Um, There's a switch that happens. So you go from their discernment counseling is no longer needed. They've made a decision. And then we switch to go into marriage counseling. And the approach I use for couples in this category is um, restoration therapy. Um, it's it's a beautiful kind of combination of have, finding that clarity in that, that beginning portion. And then restoration therapy helps the couple to identify their pain cycle that they've been in. Because mm-hmm. we each have our own pain cycle. And then we have both pain cycles come together mm-hmm. and create another pain Tornado. cycle. And you're just in it forever yeah. until we do something different. And so then we help to identify what their peace cycle can be. Um, and learn how to communicate differently, like what you're describing, Mandy, with your own marriage. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It has been so great this is so to have good. you here. This is so helpful. And I know that there are couples mm-hmm. or people listening saying, mm-hmm. yes, this is just what I needed to hear. Mm-hmm. So how can people find you if they're looking for any of these? Sure. Um, our website is thevinewellness.com, T-H-E-V-I-N-E. Um, you can contact us through there or our phone number is 210-490-4419. We can get you connected. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Annie. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage. Making the right financial decisions has never been more important. When you turn to Rocket Mortgage, we can help guide you to those right decisions now when they matter most. Mortgage rates are near historic lows, so now is a great time to call 8338-ROCKET. And if you need some extra money, a cash-out refinance could give you that financial boost you're looking for. Call today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030.